Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account and says... Am I the asshole for not wanting to go to my 26 female sister's 29 female wedding because of my insomnia? My sister, let's call her Hannah, isn't speaking to me right now because I I RSVP'd no to her wedding in January. My mum wants me to change my RSVP, but honestly, the wedding isn't going to be possible for me to attend. And based on how my sister is acting, I don't want to go anymore. Ever since I hit puberty, I've had really, 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 really bad insomnia. I usually go to bed at around 6am or 7am and wake up around 1pm or 2pm. I've tried to change my sleep style and I just can't. It's like dealing with international jet lag. Hannah knows this but always forgets and tries to wake me up for family things whenever she visits home and I have to lock my bedroom door and really work to keep her out. When I got the invitation for Hannah's wedding, I was super excited for her because she has always wanted a big wedding. And it looks like she's going to get it. And that might not be what I want slash would want, but she does and that is exciting. And I can acknowledge that. But then I saw the timeline and there's a brunch at around 10am. The ceremony is at noon and there's an afternoon party. I asked Hannah if I could just come to the afternoon party since I'll be sleeping at 10am. And she got furious and started yelling over the phone how since I'm her sister, I need to be there for the ceremony. I laughed and told her there was no way I could be there on time because it would basically be like trying to get someone on a 9 to 5 work schedule to attend an event at 2am. I probably shouldn't have laughed but it just felt so ridiculous. If she wanted me to be there for the whole thing, she needed a plan for a time when I could actually attend. I work a full-time job as a freelancer, just not normal hours because of my insomnia. So it really bugs me when people act like my time is worth less than theirs. But now wedding preparations are happening at the house. The brunch is going to be here. And my mum is really upset with me for not coming to the wedding. She wants me to apologize to Hannah and be one of her bridesmaids. Hannah isn't speaking to me at all, but she is speaking to our mum. So maybe that is what she also wants. I just feel like she owes me the apology, not the other way around. I might be wrong because this is the first big fancy wedding in our family maybe I just need to suck it up because it's tradition to have a morning breakfast or something. Am I the asshole? And then someone in the comments asked how OP made it through high school and they responded saying, I know I shouldn't have laughed. High school was really difficult for me. I was bullied a lot and late to morning classes pretty much every day. I ended up taking classes online for my senior year to graduate on time and it worked so much better. The thing is that I just can't think when I'm so tired in the mornings and doing things online saved me. I got a college degree online at night and now my freelancing is also online and I can just do that at any time. So it's not like my insomnia has been a problem for my career or my friends. 
just this one conflict with Hannah. Empress Jane Solo says, OP, you don't have insomnia. You get plenty of sleep. You likely have delayed sleep phase disorder. It's when your natural sleep cycle is different from most people and makes you nocturnal. A writer describes their experiences here and shares a link. All that said, your sister is essentially asking you to pull an all-nighter. It's uncomfortable but often doable for most people as a one-off experience. Your sister is likely having a morning and afternoon wedding because it's cheaper. I don't think you're necessarily the arsehole, especially since your family doesn't seem to understand the severity of what they are asking from you. At the same time, I don't think you're doing enough to try to do something you really want to do. You do want to be there, correct? Either no one's an arsehole here or everyone sucks here. It sounds like there is a lack in communication and accommodation all around. Opie responded to that and says, Oh my God, I don't know what to say. The article made me cry, thank you. And quotes, My fatigue is less a product of my own body and more of society's expectations for when one ought to be awake. And then says, Yes, if I could be different, I would be. But you are also right and so is everyone else on this thread. I do want to be there, so I need to try harder to be there. I like the idea of doing an all-nighter to just stay up late so I can be there on time for the breakfast. I don't know if Hannah will forgive me and let me attend again, but I'm going to apologize and ask if I can come. We may butt heads, but she is my only sister. and I don't want our relationship to be nuked over this, and it's clear that it will be if I don't apologize. Danger Lime says you're the asshole for expecting events to be planned around you, for laughing and for not caring enough about her wedding to consider talking to a doctor for help. If this happened in puberty, how did you attend high school? Then we already got the response to that one. Key Bit says you're the asshole for laughing at your sister and expecting her to plan her wedding around your chosen sleep schedule. People who work second and third shifts frequently have to plan ahead and adjust their schedules in order to attend family events or trips. It's not easy, but it's definitely doable. Go to your doctor and start planning on how you can best change, temporarily, your sleep schedule so that you can be a part of your sister's wedding. If you don't, be prepared to face a lifetime of resentment or low contact, no contact, as you continually miss family milestone events. Bookie Nerdworm says you're the arsehole. Sleep disorders aren't automatically insomnia. And since you can sleep for six to eight hours straight, that doesn't sound like insomnia at all. You have time to try to adjust your schedule between now and the wedding. Also go see an actual specialist about this and not just your primary care physician. And one more comment from Sophie Blitz who says, I have very similar issues and you can get to one event on time. You are also seemingly very unbothered by it. Your only issue is that she is mad and you are not upset at the prospect of missing it. You must have to get up for some stuff. Meetings, interviews, appointments, travel, bookings. I see someone has brought up school. Again, I have similar issues and I do understand that it's more difficult than it sounds. But if something is important, I have a series of somewhat mental things to do that will ensure I can get up and be present. The fact that you aren't even going to try and make it to her wedding does mean you're the arsehole. Opie then edited their post which says, Okay, that was a universal, am I the arsehole? I will apologize to Hannah and ask if I can still attend the wedding. I think it is probably best if I am not a bridesmaid, but I can still put on a dress and show up even if I am tired. Thank you to everyone that sent in medical tips. I am realizing that I need to get a second opinion that isn't our family doctor. Because she is actually kind of dismissive about my sleep issues and I used to like that because she made my mum calm down and supported me with a doctor's note for online high school, but 
some of you mentioned high blood pressure and delayed sleep phase disorder. And I want to talk to someone who is at least willing to investigate that with me. Then OP gave us their first update, which says, I sat down and talked with my mom about the situation with Hannah. And it was rough, but I think she understands a little better now where I'm coming from and is going to help me find a sleep specialist to go to. I asked her if she thought I should call Hannah directly or if she should talk to her first. And she said, I should do it. So I tried calling, but she didn't pick up. So I sent her an apology text. No response yet, but I said sorry for laughing and for acting self-centered. And that if she would still have me at the wedding, I'd be happy to attend. But I probably shouldn't be a bridesmaid, but I could do other things at the wedding like pass out stuff. And that I just want to make sure she has a good time. I don't know if she will forgive me, but I do feel better now that I am trying. I've been also watching a lot of videos on sleep rhythm disorders and a lot of symptoms in my life make more sense now. So seriously, a big thank you to everyone who gave me tips and ideas for what to search and what to ask my new sleep doctor once I find one with my mum. OP then shares another update which came around a week or so later which says first off it was a big eye opener to see that so many people thought I was the arsehole and after reading your comments I agree with you. I guess I have been living a kind of sheltered life and I wasn't thinking about the wedding the way I should have. I was kind of viewing it as a big party, more like a birthday party than a once in a lifetime event and that was a mistake. Hannah asked me if I could get a coffee with her outside of the house and I was a little surprised that she wanted to meet that way but I obviously said yes. I was getting really worried that she wasn't going to respond at all but I think that was the best decision ever because Hannah and I had a great conversation. It was kind of intense but I think really necessary about some stuff that happened when we were kids and our relationship with our mum. I won't go into all the details here but TLDR, Hannah apologized for trying to wake me up whenever she visited. I apologized for laughing about her wedding and we both agreed that I need to A. Talk to more doctors and B. Move out of our mother's house. We grew up pretty sheltered and I hadn't realized how much it was impacting my mood and energy until Hannah started talking about what she experienced when she moved out and went to college. She left home pretty early, at 16, so we really didn't know each other as adults much at all. Hannah told me that when she first moved out, everything got easier with our mother, and she started going to therapy and got really into fitness and nutrition, and she realized that she felt a lot better with less contact with our family. But she got really worried about me being left home, and wanted to check on me slash encourage me to move out too, but didn't know how to communicate that particularly since I was always sleeping whenever she was over. I have some money saved from freelancing and saving on rent, so I'm going to think about different places to move to. My job can be done from anywhere, so now that I'm thinking about moving out, it feels weird that I was so stuck in my high school routine that I didn't even consider any other options. My sleeping schedule is still super fucked up, but Hannah has a friend who is a nutritionist that is willing to do a consult with me over Zoom. So that's something I'm going to do next week. I called my family doctor and asked for referrals, but the only available appointment slot is like two months out. And I'm not sure if I will even be in the state at that point. So I didn't book it yet, but I'm definitely going to try and get a medical team once I know what my plans are. Thanks again to everyone, particularly everyone who messaged me directly with advice. And Opie added one more relevant comment, which says, Hi. I'm definitely going to book with other specialists. The nutritionist is just one part of the medical team I hope to put together. I just mentioned her explicitly since I already have that appointment scheduled. And I think it's nice that my sister helped me connect with her friend. 
And I kind of wish that we had some more information about the, the sheltered life around mum as well, as it seemed like there was a lot more there going on. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Now, our next story comes from a throwaway account. And I do want to give you a warning before we do get into the story. It does contain sexual assault. And it's titled, I, 25 female, agreed to be a surrogate for my sister and her husband, late 30s, but am regretting it now. For most of my life, my sister Alice has been wanting kids, but has been unable to carry a baby to full term, in part due to endometriosis. She was in a lot of pain and had to have a hysterectomy. Alice and her husband Ben has fostered five children and have adopted two children with autism and are great parents. They have a good home environment and are financially well off, but recently Ben and after a while Alice was bitten by the urge to have a kid biologically, biologically related to them because they wanted a chance to do things right and provide the best start in life. Their views, not mine. So they asked me to be their traditional surrogate and said that they would cover all costs, legal, medical, etc. associated with it. They would be also paying off a student dent, renting a two-bedroom apartment for three years, plus giving me a substantial amount of cash. I said sure, it would be a nine months of my life in exchange for being set up for quite some time and my immediate family thinks it's a great idea. However, when I said sure, I was expecting something along the lines of IUI, where we'd go to the doctor to get Ben's sperm prepped, me getting shots, etc. Basically, the whole artificial insemination package. But Alice and Ben have asked me to, well, get pregnant the traditional way. Their rationale is that one, it is the cheapest way. Two, they don't want to go to the hospital given the corona pandemic. And three, they think babies conceived naturally are healthier slash the pregnancy would be safer without the chemicals. But I just can't get over the extreme ick factor. And if this was going to take place at home, I think a syringe would work fine. Am I going loony for thinking of going back on my word? Is their request reasonable? My immediate family doesn't see anything wrong with it and has been congratulating my sister on her impending baby. On the other hand, if I do give it up, am I also mad for passing up what is essentially 200k, especially in this economy now? Edit. Thank you. I see that I'm completely out of my depth here, 
and will be discussing with my sister about alternatives that don't include me carrying the baby. Not looking forward to that discussion though. And before we go to the update, we're going to cover some comments, starting with Limerick who says, this is just wrong in so many ways. Who can support this method of getting you pregnant? It could take multiple attempts. How many times does Ben want to have sex with you? Is Alice really okay with her husband having sex with you? Mind Taker says none of this is okay. You are too young and not to be mean, dumb, to make this kind of life-altering experience. 25 is not an age where you can actually know if this is the right thing for you. You barely know who you are now. You are just getting comfortable in your own skin and you sure as shit don't have the tools to make this kind of decision on your own without legal and medical advice and meetings. Never fuck your sister's husband under any circumstances. That sounds like a straight up fucking plot. No reasonable human would suggest that, which makes me think her husband found himself a loophole and used some Google research to find enough bullshit evidence to present it as an option. You say that they are great parents, and that's wonderful. But to think of this, to present this, and to believe it, they're straight up fucking idiots. That's fucking idiotic as anti-vaxxers and flat earthers. So while it's great to know you don't have an ounce of smarts to be a good parent, this doesn't make this idea good. Finally, two special needs kids is a tough road to go down, period. A third is a fucking bad idea. To even say to have our own kid is fucked right up. Think about what even starting that line of thinking will end up doing to the kids who aren't their own. Don't do that to a kid, man. These people are fucking idiots and they've dragged you into their nonsense. The reason I said that you're too young and not wise enough to do it it's a proven fact that you even considered it. You are such a great sister and clearly a nice person, trying your best to help out your family. But this is such a clusterfuck of bullshit and bad ideas by two people who should know better. Man, you have a fucked up family to have any of them go along with this. A super fucked up family. Pregnancy fucks your shit up. Being your sister's husband's human fleshlight is fucked right up. If you meet a man in the future, take a long fucking time before introducing him to that bunch of skin bags. Because that's just an entire family of red flags draped in stupid. Anyone who wants to make a human being using the lowest bidder is insane. To do something awful and unsafe because it's cheaper, your sister and her husband are the hail burton of human beings. Dear God, don't do this. And most of the comments went pretty much along that line. So we're going to go straight to OP's update now, which says, All the comments on my previous post showed me that I'm way too young, dumb, and ignorant with what I signed up with. I started researching actual lived experiences and read so many horror stories that I've decided to not go ahead with being involved in any way, shape or form with helping them have kids. In fact, I'm not even sure if I ever want to get pregnant after all the stories about third and fourth degree tears, poop, miscarriages. I'm clearly not in the right stage of my life slash maturity to even consider doing something of this magnitude. The difficult part was mustering up all the courage to call my sister to tell her my decision. I really look up to my sister and love her lots and our family and religion has always been about helping others out where we can. When I called her to tell her, we had a short conversation at first where I basically said, sorry, can't do it, but that doesn't mean I love you any less. She seemed sad but said she was happy to respect my decision and I thought that was it. Then just last night, sister and brother-in-law called me back over Zoom. My sister was crying and begged me to reconsider as both of them really wanted biological kids. Brother-in-law told me that they were really disappointed in me and hoped that I would find it within me to do this. When I told them my concerns, my brother-in-law just said, pregnancy and motherhood is a beautiful and natural process and that I was made for this. 
I'm so glad I did this over video call instead of in person because I just hung up on them and faked having connection problems. I've been ignoring their tech so far and frankly, I don't know what else to say. But anyway, thank you from the bottom of my heart for opening my eyes. OP then posts another update which came around four months later which says, leaving for the airport in a few hours to move across the country and I can't sleep. I plan to slowly phase out contact with my family and community even though I love the people in there lots. Long story short, I went over to Alice and Ben's house to visit their kids in May. While there, they asked me in person to reconsider my decision. Sometime during this, Ben started kissing and groping me. I let him. I know typing this out makes me seem dumb for going over and weak, because I was. But I just froze and it was very difficult to say no in the moment, especially with my sister crying and Ben having quite a presence in person. Trust me, I replayed the scenario so many times in my head, wishing I was stronger in that moment. Luckily, that was the extent of it and I was able to leave shortly after because I don't know what I would have done otherwise. I also received surprisingly no support from my parents or my bishop regarding my earlier decision. I didn't tell anyone the recent event. I don't think they knew what Alice and Ben were asking me exactly. And I didn't bring it up either. I was really sort of an outsider for not really conforming to the usual lifestyle of being married with kids, but this still shocked me. All these things combined made me reevaluate my life. Working from home and having this much time alone has also given me a lot of time to think about things. I fell down the rabbit hole of reading stories of people who also left the church and I want that life for me. So I spent the last three months making arrangements, transferring to another part of my company and today is the big day. I know it's not going to be easy. Pretending to be normal at the last Pioneer Day family gathering was the hardest thing I needed to do but I did it for myself and for closure. But I'm going to get through this. Thank you for the advice and stay safe, everyone. And OP shared one more post, which was titled, Feeling Grateful One Year On. My one year anniversary of leaving the mess that was my family behind is coming up. Dusting this old account off to keep a log that maybe I can look back on. It's a beautiful sunny day here. Just feeling really grateful for life and all the opportunities I've had. Here's to the first year without them. Holy moly. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Absolutely wild. And I'm glad OP got out of there. But let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories, being involved in the community, talking to one another, and being kind towards one another as well. And just hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.